Hello, everyone. This is Good People Doing Great Things. This is episode number five, and I have the, I'm going to say amazing, because you, you do say amazing a lot. So the amazing Victoria Taylor. She's uh, a social media influencer. I'll use that word. It's sometimes known as a bad word, but I, you really are a social media influencer, live streamer extraordinaire, speaker, founder of Untwisted Media, coming at you from Ruddington with Sam. Sam, you just you just broke into the podcast, buddy. Say hi to everyone. Say hi. This is Vicky Taylor, everyone. Hi. You're supposed to say say this is Vicky Taylor. This is Vicky Taylor. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard brother. <laughs> so there's no problem. This is this is like that that uh, the video of the BBC uh, news anchor that the kids come in <laughs> and the nanny takes them out. That was so the that best. Was Sarah. That was hi, fun. Sarah. <laughs> um, and you're from Ruddington, UK, which is. Nodding is kind of Nottingham, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, right in the middle. So welcome. Welcome, Vicky Taylor. Thank you. It feels so strange being here talking to you that on a podcast because we talk so casually, don't we? And we talk yeah. about business all the time, but actually to be here doing this is it's pretty lovely actually. Yeah. I think it's good because Yeah. You know, well we, we do get pretty we get pretty deep in the sense that I think we have very we similar, we have different uh, skill sets, you, uh, definitely, but very similar um, mindset. Yeah. Different skill set, yes. similar mindset. Does that make sense? I love it. Yeah, that's so true. It is so true. Yeah. Um, we are, yeah. we're very deep, deep thinkers, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So the, to the yeah. people that don't know, don't know you, tell us a little bit about Vicky Taylor. Tell us about, about yourself. Yeah. Um, I like gin and prosecco. <laughs> I always go in on the personal first. Um, I love I love my friends and my family. Um, I run a business here in the UK um, around digital. I'll say digital media, but it's not just digital media. It's all around um, experience. It's around experience design and how we turn that into digital. Um, so yeah, I run a business in the UK that I love. Um, it's I, I eat, sleep, and breathe it. Um, I speak at events as well, like you said. Um, Got a massive heart. Um, I'm a hopeless romantic, and that's that's me in a nutshell. Which is probably why we get on so well. You're a hopeless romantic that I did see yesterday. You're never truly in a relationship until your relationship on Facebook. <laughs> Not to call you out. <laughs> it's on. It's on the book of faith. Yeah. It's official. It's official. Yeah, it's on the book of faith. So. It's yeah, that's right. Book of what made you fall in love with social media? Like, what made it all happen? Um, I think just how natural it, it was. And the fact that, you know, I think I learned very early on that you were able to to connect with people on such a personal level. And it, it, I wasn't really looking at it from a business point of view. You know, I, I started using social media perhaps when I was in university. Um, so maybe I was a little bit late to the party. But it fascinated me what we could do on it. And actually, in true Vicky style, I was a little bit of a rebel when I first started using it because yeah. actually the, the internet in the university halls that we lived in wasn't working. So I remember setting up a group which was sick of the internet not working in, yeah. in the halls and said, you know, if anyone's like fed up of the internet not working, let's all meet down in the reception and go and talk to them down there. And mm -hmm. sure, sure, like hundreds of people turned up. And I was like, okay, this is powerful stuff. Like, I didn't know any of these people. I put yep. this group on there and 
And it was like, okay, hundreds of people turned up, this, this is powerful. And that was the very first time I thought, oh my gosh, social media is really powerful. Um, and like throughout university, I was able to sort of like foster relationships on there and get to know people really well. So that was long before I thought about going into business. It was just, I'd seen the power of it by starting a little bit of a campaign to take down the reception in our university halls because the internet wasn't working. It's interesting because I talked to uh, Mark, Mark, I think last name Gawith or Gawith. You know, from, yeah, Mark, from the Switcher from, Studio. I love Mark as well. Mark's such a great guy. We've done a few events together. He's brilliant. He's awesome. And Switcher Studio is uh, that's what we yeah. use for Chit Chat Shop. It is awesome. But in talking to him, it was interesting. We kept on talking and dropping the same names. In the sense, dropping, not saying I know you, but in conversation, your name comes up. Then Mia's name comes up. Brian Fanzo's name. Like, similar names came up. And, and it's interesting that some people look at social as a... It's it's very impersonal, and you're just sharing yeah. stuff and just hoping something hits. But I think how we've connected is yeah. you're really able to globally connect with people that you are in line with. So when I knew that he he said to me that Mia and Vicky are two of my favorite people in social, I knew that we were going to be friends. Oh, that's so lovely. So, so speak on yeah. that. So what what's your thoughts on the ability to find real, genuine relationships through a screen? It, it works. Um, it works. Um, that, I mean, like, um, lately I, I can talk about my, my relationship now because that has come through social. Um, but as far as, you know, as far as friendships go, um, I have met perhaps some of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life through the screens of social media. So be that Snapchat, which is where we met. Um, yep. I have, I've traveled the world and spoken at conferences and met people and stayed at people's houses. I've had people stay at my house. I've had just so many incredible experiences that I, I just take as standard that you think everybody has these experiences, but actually they don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are very focused on, I'm going to use this so I can get 5,000 likes on my business page. Cool. All right. Crack on. Deal with that. Yeah. All you yeah. think this is about. But if you can actually go deeper than that, there is a lot more opportunity friendship life happiness mm -hmm. through what what these platforms can do it's incredible it's just yep. as human beings we use them wrong um but when you use them right gosh it's, it's so so powerful you're so this new thing with lucy hall talk about yeah. what this new thing so is yeah. that kind of in that vein of showing people how to do things generally um, no, so Lucy, Lucy and I have, um, we've come together on a number of occasions, so I've spoken at a number of Lucy's events. Um, I have to give a plug for Social Day here right now because I would like to. Um, so what Lucy did and how I first got to know Lucy was through developing this Social Day. Um, and Social Day has grown arms and legs and fingers and toes. Um, and I've spoken at a number of her events and we developed a really, really good friendship, you know, and, and Lucy is a very heartfelt person. And we both said at some point we will do something together when yeah. the time is right. And it, it was when the time is right. And we've seen people come out with courses and blueprints and all kinds of stuff over the last couple of years mm -hmm. where we've kind of almost a little bit gone, oh, another one, oh, another one, oh, another one. And then yeah. we said, you know what, the time is right. We want to do something that's different. We want to do something that's going to make a difference. And I think because of the experience that we've both had in, we've both worked with smaller businesses, we've both worked with global brands, mm -hmm. we have got a lot of strategy experience. So this really is about thinking very, very differently. It's not about yeah. here's how you create a video, 
here's how you know you create something that's going to go viral within a week we're, we're not interested in that because that's yep. all it is um it's just it, it, it's it's thinking very differently and it's that very personal approach which mm -hmm. is where you and i connected so again lucy's another very heart-centered person that mm -hmm. looks at the long term of this um which is what we're focusing on and, yeah. and you speak of someone that uh has built their brand through yes. Snapchat, which Snapchat is incredible and it's it connected so many people, yeah. but it can be scary because it's hard and takes time because you have to actually engage. So Joanne Crawl is here and she's oh. someone that she's built her entire sensible organizer basically yeah. through Snapchat and social in, in that sense. And she's a, she's a testament to someone that does it right. Yeah, she is 100%. And I think that it, it is possible, it is possible to build your business mm -hmm. through these platforms and, and people don't don't think that, you know, even even over here there's a common, there's sort of a common thought that, you, you know, it's very, I, I don't know Adam if you're the same, but it's like, how do I build a strategy, 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 strategy? And it's like, do you know what, I'm actually in the process of putting together slides um, for a, yep. a, an event that I'm speaking at on Thursday. Just yep. drop strategy and think people right just think people which is mm -hmm. which is what joanne will have done which is what you've done which is what we all did when we just went on there and we were just natural we just talked we just did our thing um yep. so yeah you know, joanne's amazing and i think you know there is so much that you can do through these platforms um and mm -hmm. they're just beautiful it's done so much for so many people so just incredible. do just, just just do it that's that's just my do. that's that's just the do. thing that if you overthink it, yeah. you're, you overthink everything, right? Let's just do it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the. It. So before we get into some more fun stuff, um, yeah. you speak as well. Yeah. Uh, did you always like to speak in front of people? I've been able to speak since um, I was born, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, my mum tells me anyway. Yeah, no, I've, I've always found it quite natural. Um, I've always enjoyed it. And it's from the point of view, there is nothing more amazing than having somebody come to you or coming to see you at another event after, you know, they, they may come and see you at a series of events. And when they say, do you know what, what you did made a difference. Like, I couldn't care less about standing on stage and someone going, oh, there's Vicky, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me at all. But if I can just do one thing or say one thing that makes someone do something that matters, job done. So yeah, I love, I love doing that. I love being able to help people. And, and if you can inspire an idea in another person, that's an amazing thing to those people that do get nervous before yeah. this because I I come across as oh easy geezy easy peasy loosey goosey yeah. but I will spend 200 hours on a talk even right. though I've done a talk a thousand times okay. and I will overthink okay uh, how does someone because uh, but then the, the benefit is at the end what you exactly said it's such a high because you, you you actually maybe made a difference with some people. So how do you get people to get over that hump? What's your recommendation? Yeah, do you know what? I, I think like mindfulness and like, you know, a lot of like, uh, we're all fueled by the, this part of the, the ego part of us. And it's almost like dropping that, you know, where we kind of go, you just drop, dropping that ego side. You know, I've just been talking to, to Dean in the, in the, you know, the room and just saying to him, I don't actually feel like I'm that prepared for this talk on Thursday. Sorry, Paul, if you're listening or you watch the replay, I, I will be fine on Thursday. Um, but I don't, I, I'm not someone that spends hours and hours and hours rehearsing because I know my content. Now, I made a mistake once 
and this this advice cannot be generic to everybody because everybody is different so i remember once practicing my talk till i knew it word for word and you know i got on stage and i pretty much forgot every word of it and that was the worst thing ever because i just thought to myself you know what? i did it differently because i'd heard other people saying to me you need to practice for 2 hours per slide or whatever it was and i yep. got that and i was like no i don't like you know it it's like it that doesn't suit me that doesn't yep. suit my style if i've got slides and i've got my prompts i i know what i'm talking about my talk might be a little bit different every time and if you want something verbatim you are not going to get it but what you will get is passion and love and care and what you know natural that's what you'll get but mm -hmm. like i i can't I can't sit there and script because it doesn't work for me. It just mm -hmm. doesn't work for me. But then there's people that script their talks who are some of the most amazing speakers I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like to research. I do like to understand how people talk um, and how people speak. So like I've got here this book, the TED Talks book endorsement. Um, it's a really good book to read because mm -hmm. it talks about like the inspiration behind books and um, you know behind talks and how people talk differently. And mm -hmm. you know Nancy Duarte's TED Talk um, is amazing. I recommend that to anybody. You know it's okay. sort of like the secret to public speaking and the narratives that run through speaking. But that doesn't necessarily work for me. I like watching people speak and the people that speak the most to me are the people that are raw and real and full of mm -hmm. passion. I don't care about these blueprints that have worked for a million people and how many people have got billions of followers. I couldn't care less. It's like yep. you tell us someone speaking from the heart. So that's what I'll always try and do is speak from the heart and not worry. And do you know what? If I mess up, I'm human. We all are. Anything else you want to add you want to share about your business before we move on to some of personal stuff? Anything that you're doing anything you're speaking at Social Day. Um, I am, yeah. I'm speaking at Game Changers Live um, on Thursday this week. Um, that's going to be brilliant. It's a guy called Paul Chapman who's running the event. Really looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be a great event. Um, I'm actually, the, the client that I'm talking about, Colic Hall, I'm bringing them along to the event. Um, and um, there might be a little surprise with my, with my talk and how I involve them in the talk as well. Um, so I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Um, then speaking at Social Day as well, which is a three-day event this year. Um, I'm actually being a lot more, um, I, I guess, a lot more selective on how I'm talking and where I'm talking at the moment. Um, because, you know, I'm doing a lot of traveling as well um, and enjoying working on different things and getting to travel with it as well. And just living and loving and enjoying life and, um, yeah, making, making that balance work. Because that's important. That's so crucial. You know, you can hustle hate the word yourself into the ground um yep. or you can like live and love your life and still do sometimes like the less you do the more of a difference you can make so i'm, I'm being more selective about where i speak at the moment and stuff as well so you, you we actually talked about that you, yeah. you were traveling a lot of places then you actually made a yeah. conscious decision to you don't yeah. have to be in all the big places you don't have to travel no. all over the place no you don't and actually sometimes you find some of the biggest opportunities and some of the nichest most small um, events and that has actually happened um, and I think sometimes you can kind of sort of follow the crowd and it is you know you know in our industry particularly there is very much sort of a marketing crowd that will move from event to event to event but like that that isn't my client so mm -hmm. for me it's great to go and see friends and it's great to socialize with friends but actually in terms of business and in terms of growing my business you can't always follow the path that everyone else is on as you know yourself and you, you don't yep. do that so do things a little bit differently and Things are pretty amazing, so 
Yeah. So let's get into a little personal fun. Personal in a good way, not, not super. Okay. Who is your oldest friend and how did you meet them? Wow. Um, I've actually got a, a lot and I would hate to, I would hate to sort of single out anybody. Um, but I guess my, my oldest friend would be my mum because she's been with me since birth um, mm -hmm. and she's a friend. Like, she's not just my mum, she's a friend. And she's someone that has, like, shaped my values. She has been there no matter what. Um, and she is, she's a rock and she's a friend. Um, so yeah, it's, it's my mum. She's been there since the day I was born to right now and she'll be there for the rest of my life. So yeah, it's, it's my mum, yeah. That's that's one, on one hand sweet, and one hand a very obvious answer that I knew pretty much knew you were going to say because watching you on social and watching when you are with your family, it's she is very <laughs> she's funny, she's very warm, and uh, obviously you can she's tell so active. she's so active. Yeah, her and Kenny Rogers, they they did yes, well. Kenny, yes, <laughs> Kenny, my dad is it's an image of Kenny Rogers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what was Vicky like in high school? Oh God, I was I was the teenage girl that rolled her skirt up too short, um, that that wore way too much makeup, that was always told off. Um, no, actually, do, do you know what? I, I kind of was a little bit. I, I always remember um, a teacher. Um, I was going to say I'm not going to name any names, but it doesn't matter. Um, Mrs. Griffiths, if you're watching, I made it. Um, so, <laughs> like, and she kind of, she kind of, sort of, she always wanted to put me in for the lower papers in school because I, I guess I was kind of a bit of a rebel really I didn't follow the crowd so I was probably a little bit I was a little bit naughty a little bit cheeky but not not rude just a little bit cheeky um and I just remember her saying to my parents she's going in for the low paper we'll only put her in for the low paper which meant that the most I could get was like a d or something in my <laughs> in my exams and they were like over our dead body she's going in for the high paper and I absolutely aced it I got like top marks and it was like Nah, in your face. <laughs> so yeah, I was a bit of a rebel, um, but I think that shaped me for who, like who I am now. And mm -hmm. I'm very respectful of people, and you know, I I love people so much. Um, and I think maybe having that experience of that lack of respect in school, because there was a lack of respect, and I was always about treating everyone with respect. So, and I felt like teachers should respect pupils as well. And I didn't, I didn't get that, you know, you didn't, mm -hmm. there wasn't that equality. And I always said to myself, I never want to make anyone feel disrespected by me ever. So it, it was shaping me from that stage. So I'm kind of glad it happened because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was all about rights. <laughs> so that was me in school. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have Degrassi, do you guys have Degrassi Junior High over there? It's a Canadian show. Degrassi uh, Junior High. Do you remember that show? No, I don't. No. Okay, it, it, it's no. a Canadian show. It's a Canadian okay. show, but I know it was yeah. it was played all over the world. And there was a <laughs> a, a, a character named Stephanie K, okay. and she'd go to school, go to school, walk out the door with like a sweater on and like pants. Yeah. Then when she got to school, she'd go in the bathroom and put her makeup on, her hair on, and, and wore her skirt. Yeah. Was that kind of what you did? Did you pretend, or were That's you? Me. Yeah. That was me. I would go out the front door in my skirt down to my knees with my socks rolled up to my knees and then I would walk around the corner to the bus stop. My skirt would be rolled up, my lipstick would be put on and I'd get to school and then I'd be told to go to the bathroom and wash it off. Um, but, you know, that's, that was school. That's, 
that's how it was then and mm -hmm. you know I don't I don't regret a thing of it I loved it I was a rebel then I'm a rebel now we live in a society full of rules and regulations and you know I've, I've talked in a lot of schools and I've you know I've sat with kids and I love kids and they are our future but I just think that school tries to um, in general sort of get rid of individual identity and I'm not saying we should all go to school slapped with makeup all over us but you know every single child has so much potential until mm -hmm. the world tells them they haven't got it which is absolutely right we're put into a system where it's like well you can get an A, B, a C, a D or whatever it is and it's like well in maths, English, science, geography, PE, RE and it's like but what what matters to that child what is that child's potential and while you're telling that child what they should be you're crushing what they're meant to be um, mm -hmm. so i have a massive issue with the education system and think that it really needs to be shaken to encourage creativity and inspire it and help kids achieve what they can be so i guess i guess i was always a rebel from <laughs> from a young age but it's important you know yeah. important. And, and you want yeah. you want your children to understand that you want to do well and get this and make yeah. sure that they, they strive to succeed strive to get a good mark but when they don't it's not the end of the world like yeah you can you can really crush them if they get a c and some sure some teachers like you experience will say oh you get a c or you're not worthy yeah. of this and if you weren't yeah. if you didn't have your drive that could have that could have broken you Right. 100% and you know and it, it's so interesting now you know I look at sort of the I guess the top setters that were in that were in school who kind of never went any further they got their grades and then they didn't they didn't go any further they're still doing the same job that they were doing when they left school and that's fine maybe they're happy doing that but like I always wanted to explore and do things differently and I kind of did so you know like we we should really be encouraging kids to yes be the best that they can possibly be but when they're not be graceful and accept yep. that and, and think actually that's not the end of the world you know it terrifies me now with you know where we are with social media and where we are with everything in our world and the possibility is so endless that kids are so worried about what other people think and how they're viewed by their peers and it's so important that we have the most amazing tools that we give them to them and we help them express their creativity because they are our future and mm -hmm. without our support of them and without what we can you know support them to do it's like the potential is wasted completely yeah. wasted and that's just other people and I don't know if you have anyone, but is there anyone that you want to apologize to that you may have that you may have not been so kind to? Um, do you don't have to say their name. Do you don't have to say their name. No, probably no. I will. I'll probably say my mum and dad back in like my my teenage years because, like you know, as as adolescents, um, <laughs> we can be a nightmare. Um, mm -hmm. And. And I was, I was, I was definitely challenging and you know, both me and my sister were challenging, but like their love never faltered. And the fact that I was able to be a bit of a rebel helped mm -hmm. me to be who I am now. But I definitely, I definitely regret some of the things I said when I was a teenager, like 100% because I was a stroppy teenager, of course. Do you have any bad habits? Um, I say amazing too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clearly. laughs> I say amazing way too much. Um, um, 
gin and Prosecco. Mm -hmm. um, but also good habits, so it just depends on what side of the coin you sit yeah. on. Um, I, do, do you know what? I, I care very deeply and sometimes that can lead to um, worry and concern where it perhaps shouldn't be. Um, and I, I do think very deeply and very, um, I analyse everything. Sometimes that mm -hmm. can lead to over analysis, I think. So mm -hmm. yeah, potentially, potentially that, yeah. If you could know one of the world's biggest mysteries, what would it be? You could snap your fingers and know the world's biggest mystery, what would it be? Do you know what? I would say, like, is it one of the world's biggest mysteries? I don't know. Like, happiness for everybody. And I genuinely mean that. And I don't know whether that is one of the world's biggest mysteries at all. Um, but to, to truly appreciate for everyone, I, I can really appreciate a moment now. And I think I've had to have very hard times to appreciate this moment right now, right here. I would like everyone to know why everyone doesn't feel that because there's so much pain in the world and there is you know people go through so much pain and that I can't understand why everybody doesn't experience that so is that a mystery I don't know I don't know I think it would solve a lot of problems so yeah. I think that's good I think that's yeah. good I just read that Barbara Streisand just had her dog cloned it died okay. last year had her dog cloned who in the social media world would you want cloned because everyone needs to see them and learn from them across the world forever? You. What? No. You. That's the Easy. Easy peasy. You. What? I, no, I'm going to, of course, I'm not saying that because we're on here and we're yeah. talking. Look at I'm me. Look at me. You're getting my eyes all watery. Look at yeah, me. but I remember, and I'm going to get mine as well now. I always remember saying to my mum, um, when I very first started watching your Snapchat stories, you were somebody that was doing things so differently. And I remember you recalling your stories of the, the Red Stag and just watching and thinking, this guy is so unbelievably effing special um, and the world needs this. It doesn't need another, are you gonna make me? We always do this. I know, this <laughs> is not, on, you know this is public, team. right? You know this yeah. is public, right? <laughs> you're, re you're messing my reputation. People don't know that I'm mushy. Yeah, I know. But it's true because there's so many people that like regurgitate and there's not enough people that actually genuinely feel, and you do, um, and that's so special. So um, you're going to make me cry now as well. But I, but I think thank you for that. Thank you for that. That's But yeah. I think it's, it's it's why that we've connected and obviously Mark down yeah. below and Joanne does all, there's... It was a weakness of mine. I felt when growing up that I had, I, my, I, like, even when I was at the restaurant, someone would come up and say, can I speak to you? Are you the manager? Yes. And they'd say, you know, Aaron, I just want to tell you, your server, Aaron, went above me on. And they start talking and, and gushing about my server. And I just wanted them to leave because my eyes were getting watered. But there's, no, there's nothing wrong with being gushing. There is nothing wrong with that at yeah. all. Like, I, you know, we... We live in such a beautiful world, and we we connect with we connect with everybody through emotion, experience. You know, we do, and it, it's like you know. I remember like watching your snap stories and crying, and for the first time, thinking to myself, 
I've been talked to by all these marketers, big marketers, big names in the in the space, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, all these people that I would watch and not really kind of connect with. Like, look, I know you're a big Gary fan and there's lots of people that are big Gary fans and there's certain nuggets of information that you can take from Gary, but he's never really been my cup of tea. Fine, yeah. okay, but hats off to him, amazing guy, amazing business, wow. Um, but I never connected and I'd watch stories from big names in marketing and just think, you can't really tell a story. Mm-hmm. And then I'd watch you and I'd be in tears. And I'd be like, wow, like my heart would jump out my chest. And that was that feeling. That's the feeling. And that, at that point, this is advanced. You know, this is this is what we should be doing as people, as businesses, as brands. You know, and, and it is, you know, and Doug here, Doug here too. Is it, you know, Doug and Ali with Frameable Faces. Like, you know, we met over in the States. Um, and, you know, Mia, Joanne, everybody that's in here, like people that, know how to tell a story and just be genuine you know just genuine beautiful stuff so yeah Yeah. in a long-winded answer to your question i would clone you yeah and ditto and there's a few people in here i think we could create a pretty awesome world if we cloned a bunch of people here like nazine from italy as well yeah 100 yeah 100 love nazine Lee, we've got Lee here as well. Lee's here from Colic Calls. So Lee is oh, nice. Lee is I have to say Lee is um the talent behind the food at Colic Call. He is the most talented chef, full of ideas and inspiration and just an incredible just an incredible human being. So yeah. And what you what you did with, with Colic Hall, um I'm not gonna use the word, I'm gonna say incredible. Not amazing, incredible, incredible because are they not, you know, I've, I work at Halifax Stealing and doing great things yeah. and, and, you know, uh, Doug Belding, I help as well. And for me, Kitchen Door Catering has kind of done the yeah. same thing where they, you walk in and the chef, Lee for you or yeah. um, Ben Kelly or these other people that you walk in and not the social media team, not the manager, some, some person that's maybe just wrapping cookies comes over yeah. and says, hey, I have an idea. That's when you know yeah. that you're, you've created a culture of of what the social should be. One hundred percent, and that's exactly what what's happening in Colic. You know, it's, it's it it is amazing being a part of that team. It's just amazing being a part of it because yes, I come in externally, but when you go in and you sit there and you know, like Lee comes over and says, "Guess what we're doing with the menu?" and Selva says, "This is what we're doing." Naomi says, this. "And like you're sat there and you're like." I'm surrounded by like the people that I have dreamed of working with all my life. And these are the the kind of people that you meet. And I'm very fortunate. I get to work with lots of different businesses, but you just meet people. These, and you know, I have to say this, I'm so lucky because I feel like every person that I come into contact with is like one of these once in a lifetime kind of people. And Mm -hmm. it it really is. And I, I just feel surrounded by all these once in a lifetime kind of people. You can't replicate them. They're not anywhere else. There's no traits in them that anybody else has got. They're just so unique and special. And it's just amazing to have built something where you can work with those kind of people every single day. It's just, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. That's, you attract that, right? Not to go deep into (laughs) the, uh, you know, um, what's it, Napoleon Hill or Dale Carnegie stuff, but you really, you attract that, right? You start, 
And that's what people have to, I think, realize that when you're starting your business, you start out small, just do, just do, just maybe have one viewer, maybe have one like, but harvest those one likes and find out who that person is and you'll start to attract what you want, right? So deep, so deep. We're getting deep, we're gonna go even deeper. This is an important question. Okay. You have the choice between gin or Prosecco and you can only choose one. What's it gonna be? You can only choose one for the rest of your life. This is really hard. Um, this, this question like, might break This you. is the hardest question of all. Do you know what? Um, I think, do, do you know what? I'm going to go gin seco. If I had to pick one, I'd probably, I'd probably, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I've had can't? beautiful experiences with both. Pineapple on pizza, <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Okay. That's why we get along so well. Your rap name would be what would your rap name if you're rap, a rapper rap yeah, name oh yeah. princess vicky t princess you want you don't want something hard i, I actually came up with one okay MC, okay good mc victorious oh i like it mc victorious that, boom yeah you're like mc i'm mc boom. victorious and i'm out right okay yeah Yes. Yeah, go back to go back to the other one. You're more that's more princessy. That's not you can't have MC Victorious. Yeah. <laughs> MC Victorious. I like I am even like doing that thing with my fingers. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, I guess so. so you're from Nottingham. Okay. So yes. you have to choose. Robin Hood, okay. Prince of Thieves, or Men in Tights. Men in Tights, obviously. Have you ever met the Sheriff of Nottingham? Um no, but I have met a Robin Hood lookalike who took us on a, a tour of the pubs. That was cool. What is the cheesiest song that we would catch you singing in the car? Singing to? Ooh. Oh, God. I know. <clears throat> it's an oldie but a goodie. Um, it would be that one. I don't even know. I can't even think who sings it. Is it um, Boys to Men, that one that goes, um, mm, I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. That one. Wasn't very good singing voice. No, you have a great singing voice. Not really. Who's that? Not. I'll be there. Isn't that I'll be there. I'll be there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, she got it. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Is, is this, is, are we? Are we on musically or Shmuel, whatever that is? Mm-hmm. We, we we need to get on and do our thing. I think so. Yeah. All for one. Um, got it. All for one. Yeah. There ain't no party like an S-Club party. Is that true or false? Um, I don't think there is a party like an S-Club party. Um, particularly when it's a Friday night, you're with your friends in the gym, so the S-Club tunes are playing, and you can remember all the dance moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted only to be f- an S-Club 7. Did you? You yeah. want to be S-Club? You want to be number 8? Yeah, I would have loved to have been S-Club 8. Yeah. Have you ever been caught picking your nose in public? I've been caught what picking my nose. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, probably <laughs> in school. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a badass in school, and you're the nose picking badass. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. Basically, I was basically a disgusting human. So yeah. Oh, uh, so you'll so you'll answer that question, but you won't answer gin and prosecco. We, I can see you're like. It's a deep question, Hardest right? question of all time, yeah. Sunrise 
sunrise or sunset? Ooh. Right. I think sunrise signals possibility, right? It's the morning, there's a whole day ahead. It's amazing. Sunset though, very romantic, beautiful. I watched some of the most amazing sunsets of my life in Ibiza. Um, I have to say sunset, it's magical. Very magical, beautiful, gorgeous. I'm yeah. grateful for? Um, my family and for my friends and for Dean. Yeah, for Dean. It's awesome yeah. to see the happiness exuding from you. And I had a quick chat with him when we were when we were talking before, and he seems like a great guy. You deserve someone great, so it's awesome. He's lovely. Yeah, he's he's pretty special. Can you finish this sentence for me? You ready? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Yes. Can you sing that for me? Give me a little. That's a little Robin Hood <clears throat> Princesses. Give, it, um, give me a sing. You want me to sing it along with you? Yeah. No, no, okay. you can sing it and I'll, and I'll, ready? Okay. You know it's true. Okay, you ready? Yeah. You know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Adam Purcell. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> That was amazing. I knew you'd sing it because you can actually sing. Most people are like, I'm not singing it, but I knew you could sing it. So that was great. Thank no, you. No, I'm in. I'm like, um, ask me to pick my nose, sing a song, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you dare ask me gin or Prosecco because that is sacrilegious, right? can never answer that question, no. no. So this coming fall, uh, Mia, uh, Mia Voss is going to be coming to... Uh, Nova Scotia and bringing some friends and we're potentially going to be doing a conference, a one day little conference that I'm hoping you and a friend may be coming along to. How exciting would that be? Very exciting. Very, very exciting. More than anything because we will all get to hang out and like, like that's a hug. That's a hug. Yep. That's a hug. Yeah. 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 Just incredible. Yeah, yep. incredible. And it's, again, me and I have had conversations about it, and it's almost, you feel almost selfish to a point where the people that we're looking to bring are, we want to bring value for a one-day conference, that they're going to be bring value to small businesses here in Nova Scotia, but that also during the other six days, that we just want to have people that are just good people. So yourself and Dean and we've been talking to, uh, I think, Brian Fanzo we're talking to, and oh. and, and uh, also Brian Moran. So we're having some conversations with, we, we want to make sure it's people that, that um, together we can we can have such an incredible time and yeah. give some value to, to Nova Scotia. So awesome. Before we settle up here, is there anything you want to share? Anything that you want people to know about but, but, uh, what's going on with you? Anything else? No, I've got no other announcements. Um, yeah, no, nothing. Um, just everything. Everything's really lovely right now. Yeah, just really lovely. Isn't that nice? I would just mm -hmm. say to people, just, just like love, just love every day, and just go and enjoy what what you do, and don't worry about what anyone else thinks about you. Just go do your thing, and just enjoy your life. It's yep. So important. That's a great message. Yeah. And also, Mark, Mark, we're looking to bring him as well to do some 
it's a video. That's the goal. I don't want to break it out, but that's that's what we're trying to do as well. Yeah. So to to end the show, it's obviously good people doing great things, and you're doing you're an amazing person. Using Thank that you. word again, doing great things, and the minute we connected, like I just yeah, I was. I knew I found a friend for life, so thank you for connecting on the snaps. And thank you. <laughs> now, at the end of the show, I just leave it to the guests to sign us off. So you say what you want. You you sign us off. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so you have been listening to Adam Purcell, um, one of the most amazing humans I have ever had the pleasure to digitally meet. Um, like, look, you've done this, and this is all about other amazing people, and like. You need to give yourself credit for how amazing you are because you literally are amazing. And if every marketer in the world could take lessons from you, then they need to and they should do because you are just phenomenal as a person, as a father, as a dad, as a business owner. You're just an amazing person. So thank you for having me on. Well, thank you for that. That was amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off and go get a Kleenex. It's true, everything I do, I do it for you. Adam Purcell. <laughs> Aww.